I'm gonna fucking waste the space. Just to stop the kid. I've got no sense. Criminal. No fucking use, mate. I am nothing. So please. Please. Get it into your, you know, into your bonds. That you killed my friend. And I'm cook. Welcome to... Episode 2 of Goonies On, coming to you from the other house, <laughs> the not-so-bat cave. <laughs> Kevin calls his the fat cave, when he does um, Batman on Fat Man, or Fat Man on Batman. Mm. No, I don't call it a fat cave yet, or the bat cave. Okay. You're here with lead Goonie, Joshua. Lead Goonie. I'm the one making the fucking website. Apparently the only one listening to it. Alright, alright. True, true. And other second in command Goonie. The other serious one. Yeah. <laughs> Terry. I realized last time, I'll just play the introduction for the last one. It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I realized that I didn't introduce myself. <laughs> and I realized that I didn't tell... Like I just well, I introduced everyone as their relationship to me oh. instead of, and then I never introduced myself. It was mm. weird. it's weird. Mm. Actually, it seemed pretty cool though. It's a learning curve. Yeah. Um, this episode, we have like fifteen more dogs to deal with, and we're going to discuss the film Snowpiercer. And possibly the British film Startup, starring. Well, I mean, it depends on what you want to talk about, Snowpiercer. Possibly the British film Startup, starring. Jack. O'Connell. O'Connell. Ben Middleton. Of Skins fame. How many times have you watched it now? Startup? Yeah. Mm, I'm. Shuddered to say. Yeah. <laughs> you really want to know? I mean, you know how I am. I know how you is, but it's. I mean, it's not. It. I mean, it was a short watch. Do you, are you like one of those people that watch like? Because sometimes I'll just put on a movie as like background noise, just like a movie that I like a lot, and I'll just catch people. Like I'll, I put on Place Beyond the Pines and nah. just like watch clips of it in and out. No, nah, I watch it. Um, some like sometimes earbuds and all. Earbuds and all. Sometimes I uh, skip some things. Like him naked in the beginning, looking nah. up his butt. No weird thing. Usually um, they make you cough. That's what I was expecting. They do. That's how they did it in a profit. Yeah, and they did it in which we call it too. But I guess that's how they do it over there. I don't know. I've seen it about eight times now. Eight times. Mm -hmm. In. Less than eight days, I would say. It's been about a week, right? Mm -hmm. Since we watched it. Since mm -hmm. we, yeah, last time since we I watched the trailer. Yeah. So yeah, less than a week she's watched this movie eight times. <laughs> you know how obsessive I get. Yeah, but still. 
Well, number one, you have to watch it more than once to catch yeah. everything that they're saying. I definitely need to watch it again because it's British and it seems. Did they break that down? It seems like everyone has marbles in their mouth, and and or speaking a different language. No one speaks in a different language. No, no, but yeah. it sounds like it. Oh. Or they have marbles in their mouth. Well, you have to watch it multiple times because one, because of their accents, and two, because of the uh, slang that they use. Um. What about? Startup has made you want to watch it eight times in less than eight days. Mainly Jack. Jack O'Connell, the actor. Yes. He, I'm really interested in him, in him right now, and I liked that performance a lot. Um, so, and he... It was a great performance. He does a really good job. So, I'm, I've been re-watching it and watching his performance the yeah. whole time, mainly. Uh, he does a really good job. Yes. And he is so proud of it as an actor. It makes me want to... So, every time he, every time I read an interview with him and he says how proud he is of it, it makes me want to watch it again. And when he mentions things like the things that he... Like they, choices. And... The choices that he made and... I watched the interview where they said that they shot it in sequential order, so I was like, hmm, I'm go back and see how, if I look at it that way, how different it makes it. So I watched it again. And it kind of, you know, I guess it depends on, but, you know, it's because they go in sequential order, they can go on the journey, everybody goes on the same time, with the actors and everybody's going on it at the same time. Because uh, David said that Jack didn't, after reading the first script, he would stick with just what they were filming for the day. He wouldn't read ahead. Well, that's cool. Um, and he didn't ever really consider about Eric's future, just about the moment and where he had been in his mind. You know, his backstory that he made up for, or that him and David made up for Eric and John Asser. So did they get, did they approach him before they even had a script? No, no. Um, how did he? I mean, how did he audition for it if he hadn't read the whole script? No, he read it. But, but while they were shooting, but while yeah, read. while oh, they okay. were shooting, they didn't. He didn't read ahead anymore. Oh, okay. After reading it the first time. Well, that makes sense. Do you know another? Can you think of another film that they shot in sequential order to compare it to? <clears throat> didn't David shoot his? Um, isn't um. Blue, Blue Valentine. I know he shot all the. No, he shot all that. Did he shoot the young stuff first? I think he did. Probably it would make sense. Somewhere. Yeah. And then he shot the new stuff. So uh, he shot the new. I can't remember. Which technically would be or in order. It's hard to do it. Yeah, I can't think of a movie that. I they, can't think unless you think unless it's another prison movie. Or a movie where you're in the same... The reason they were allowed to do it, or able to do it, was because they're in the same setting the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And Locke. I mean, Locke, obviously, is going to be all sequential. Yes. Because that's like a single take movie. Yes. Just him in a car. Mm-hmm. Which will be interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so Jack's performance and... 
the fact that it was shot in sequential order. Was one of the re- the other like another mainly Jack's performance, and then I read an interview with Ben where he said that he didn't really have that good of a time. It seems like it. I mean, it's um, making it because they're it's probably pretty tight. Yeah, and uh, that's what he said. He said it was they were moving really fast, and he he didn't really enjoy it. Um, so then I went back and, and watched. So then I went back and focused on Ben's performance. Who? Ben. Middleston. The dad. And he's the director too? No. Who's the director? David McKenzie's the director. McKenzie, okay. So Ben said he didn't have a good time. Yeah, Ben said he didn't have a good time. So I found that interesting. Because Jack really loves it and really enjoyed it and is totally pushing it and then um so and I found Rupert interesting too but he didn't really get a lot to do yeah well the thing about them it's just so bare bones in general like Mm -hmm. the I really liked it it's just like a a prophet I've seen prophet multiple times which is probably a move that you would not watch multiple times Nah, I wouldn't watch that multiple times. But I would watch this one more just because, A, I could catch more of the dialogue. Um, well, that's what I mean. If I watch it with earbuds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And your shitty TV doesn't really help. Um, and it's just, it's shot in a really different style, mm-hmm. I would say. All handheld. And you can tell it's low budget, so that's always helpful. Mm-hmm. Um when looking at movies. Because, I mean, that's usually the first thing I look at. I mean, obviously, I look at performances and stuff like that, but I always look at, try to see where the camera is and the choices that the director makes. I know, that's why we make a good team, because you focus on the director and I focus on performance and character. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just also my favorite part about the about filmmaking. I know, that's why we make a good team. But this one, the thing that stuck out the most... Um, besides Jack's performance is the di- or the script which was probably I don't know 4,000 words I mean it's not yeah. it's very it's a very thin script there's not a ton of dialogue and there's not a ton of exposition there's no exposition there's no exposition in there, which was something else there's absolutely no exposition in there, which is something else that I found well, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a little there's no bit, even... but it's natural. It seems natural exposition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no character there that's, like, helping the audience, cluing no. the audience in at no, all. No, and that's something else I found very interesting about it, because, you know, that's... I like movies like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was right up your alley. <laughs> that's why I love it so much. But... <clears throat> have you ever seen any other, other David movies besides Young Adam? Because you probably don't even remember Young Adam. I remember Young Adam. I remember not liking it. Because um, that is a trend in David movies. There's not a lot. Of, I remember there not being a lot of dialogue yeah. in there either. There's a lot of um, longing books between the two. In Young Adam. <laughs> and, um, it's the same in... Um, some of the looks that she gives, that Tilda gives him, is, are, are pretty good. Pretty priceless. It's the same in Helen Bow. 
Oh, did you do that one too? Yeah. That's on my Netflix list to watch. Keep not watching. I love Helen Poe, and that's why it's because of Helen that I'm interested in David as an as an actor. It's the reason Helen, and then I watch Perfect Sense. In America, it's Mr. <laughs> I don't care. It's Helen Poe to me. It's Mr. Poe. It's for the, for the people out there. Oh, okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, yes. Our three, our three <laughs> listeners. Our three they, listeners. They might be me. Um, yes, it's Mr. Poe in America, which is retarded. But, um, there's not, I mean, you're just thrown into Helen's world, really. Yeah, I mean, which is, it's also a, that's kind of a, a tenet of, the Jeff Nichols movie, which you like a lot. Yes, too. I love Jeff. He's my second, one of my favorite directors right now. So and his Orin. movies are definitely um, have that same feel. Mm-hmm. And Orin's the same way. That's why I like those. That's uh, Rampart and The Messenger. Oh yeah, those are the kind of movies that I like. But Jeff's, I mean, his he obviously plays with a little more um, fantasy and fable elements in especially in mud in mud and especially in take shelter i mean all three of his movies are just riddled with fables and well yeah even um because even shotgun stories shotgun stories because you have the just the three um almost archetypal characters so you have the the father like the stoic one which is michael shannon and you have like the son yeah the adventurous um yeah so i mean they all have so that he plays with the archetypes in there as well, and fables. And the boy, the loner. The, yeah, the loner, the anti-hero, the um, violent one. So it's... And and shotgun stories sort of reminded me, kind of uh, like a biblical kind of story, kind of with the father. You know, um, I can see that. Those type of stories where. So what else is uh, is David? David McKenzie. McKenzie. What else is he doing? Well, this startup is his eighth film, and let's see, he did Perfect Sense, which was last year, which was really good and really interesting. I don't know. He helped write startup. Him and John Asser. I think he helped with Hallam too, or Mr. Foe. Mr. Foe in America. Um, it, well, I mean, I'll have to see how those other movies compare. Because, like I said, I, I don't really like Young Adam, so I didn't pay super close attention to it. But you like Startup. I like Startup a lot. But being it's his eighth film, he's probably Mature. changed as a director a lot. Yeah. You don't start out making... Oh, so he he did spread too. Which was spread wasn't that wasn't that great of a movie. Um, was Ashton Kutcher and oh uh, yeah, and Anne Heche is in there too. Um, I watched it because David McKenzie and Sebastian Stan's in there, but it wasn't it wasn't horrible. That's the Winter Soldier guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, Bucky. So, I mean, he has movies before Young Adam, but I haven't seen all his movies. 
Um, I've seen one, two, three, four now. And Young Adam, but I don't remember Young Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really. I don't know. And he helped. I thought he helped write um, Helen play too. So British films. We also watched Skins <laughs> Rise. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was a continuation of the third and fourth series of Skins, a British TV show that they tried to make into an American TV show. Yeah, on MTV. Which didn't work. Mm-mm. Which was fucking dope. Yes, very good. It's dope as a as a movie, and I I, admit, I can't even look at this. I have to look at those guys too. Jamie uh, Britton is the one of the creators. Jeff. Yeah, but they directed it too. Didn't Ease, they? I think Jeff Easley is the other one. Jamie wrote Rise. Okay. I know, because uh, they were talking about that in an interview. Um. So he was the he was the one that wrote Cook's episode in series four too. So they were wondering how he was gonna do picking it back up. On IMDb, it has comedy and drama as the genres. <laughs> That's about right. That movie is fucking haunting as fuck. Okay, Jack Claw directed it. Yeah. That's not one of the creators. It's no, it's not. Jamie Brenton. But his... And, uh... Oh, he's only done a couple things. He did six episodes. Okay. Because it's... It definitely... Feels like Skins, but it also feels... It was pretty amazing. Quite beyond... Like, some of the stuff that he does in there... It's really haunting. I know. It's a very haunting movie. I mean, how many times I've watched that? How many times I've watched that? About six. That one I could understand because it's just. Um, calm down. I mean, it's barely it's barely clear as an hour and twenty minutes. I think. Yeah. Well, like I said, for the most part, when I'm watching Startup, I'm fast forwarding some of the parts. Like some of the stuff with um, Ben. Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> what's his name? The Dennis, that guy, is fucking weird. <laughs> I can't remember that actor's name. I hate that it doesn't show you the the episodes that someone directs. Like oh, you I click know. On you the, have to go to the on the. You computer. gotta click on the thing, and then there's some way to get to it on here. Can't remember. I don't know about m mobile. You can do it on the computer mobile. easy. Um. There it is. It's on all episodes. Does it tell the director on all episodes? Um, well, we know he did those, but make sure he didn't do all of those. I doubt he did all of them. I doubt he did too. But they have it broken down by episode. Uh, yeah, Charles Martin did that one. The, um, I really like the feeling of Rise. And that is actually one that I noticed the directing in. The, you know, camera work. Yeah, it felt very, um, very deliberate. Mm. 
the stuff that he did, and it was very, very strange and haunting, like I said. Mm-hmm. Especially that, um, spoilers, the last scene. Oh, yeah, when he walks away. When, no, when he walks into the, they walk out of the woods. Oh, yeah. And he obviously sees the girl hanging from the tree. Mm-hmm. But we don't see it until he gets almost up on it. It's like, holy shit. It was, it was creepy. It was good. It was very creepy and very, I don't know, unnerving. Mm-hmm. That's what I told you when I watched it. <laughs> I called you. It's like, that's why I texted you. That escalated quickly. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man. You have to watch it, like, tonight. Yeah, uh, it was so good. <laughs> I was like, it was amazing. I mean, that literally was amazing. And, and it's true. I'm interested to see when Mandy watches it, if it translates as amazing or if it was more amazing for us having known Cook. No, I think it's... I think it will work either way. I think so, too. Um, we just feel it more. Well, just that scene in general, though, is... Well, I mean, yeah, because you... I mean, besides Cook, everybody else we meet is new. Yeah. And we still care for... Even though Charlie's a stupid bitch, we still care for both her and... Um, God, what's the other girl's name? Can't think of it. Oh, it'll come to me. Her real name's Esther. I, I looked her up. I liked her as an actress. She was different. Um, some of the things she did I thought were really cool. Yeah. I'm just hearing him screaming it out. But all I'm thinking about is Naomi. Um, yes. I recommend anybody watching that, whether you're a Skins fan or not. Technically, it's Series 7, but yeah, it's not at all. No, it's, I mean, because it's just two... It's a standalone movie. Each It's three standalone movies. That's all Series 7, seven is. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. What do you about Snowcoaster? What do you want to talk about Rise some more? Um, no, we can talk about Snowpiercer. How many times you watched that? Snowpiercer, I've only watched about three times because I'm waiting for a copy that has the subtitles. Yeah. Maybe we Emma. should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should wait for Snowpiercer. Yeah, maybe we should watch Snowpiercer with the actual. <laughs> we actually complete the movie. <laughs> See, with, pa- with, complete with Korean subtitles. So far, what we've seen of Snowpiercer, we love. It was really good and very different. And, yeah, super, I mean, it's, it's always because it's Korean, but it's, I mean, it just has a completely different feel about it than American stuff. Yeah. Which I think is why it's hindered from playing here in any kind of capacity. I don't know how well it's done. I mean, is it still at Carousel up in there in Greensboro? Mm-hmm. It's not there anymore. Didn't even it lasted a week. Well, they get those Roman art house movies all the time like that. They only last a couple of weeks. No, that's probably be the only way I could see start up in the theater here. Yeah, I don't even know if that's on anybody's radar. Snowpiercer is actually on people's radar because of Captain America and um, because yeah. American-ish mm-hmm. American actors. I mean, there's. Tilda and so it's Jamie. 
Yeah. And Luke's in there too. Yeah. So I mean, it's a um, American-ish movie, but in everything but name, because it's not American at all. But I don't know why. I mean, it's getting really critical reviews, and people are. I mean, I, you hear people talk about it, but. Yeah, people either love it or hate it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be... It's obviously not going to be one of those box office successes. By any stretch of imagination. Those uh, surprise successes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Steve, back to start up though. (laughs) Steven mentioned that he didn't like the flares. The what? He seemed to think that there was a, an unnecessary use of flares. Like a lens flare? Yeah. So I think it was. Lens flare is like washed out. Like, like there'd be like every scene would wash out somebody's face because there's so much light in it. And like, yeah. Every, every light would let off this god off the really I think it was more of the. Um, I understand it being an artistic. Yeah. Thing, but it's one thing you use artistically, but another thing is too much. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of annoying the entire movie. To Steven, anyway. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that was a lighting choice. That was a lighting choice. Yeah, I think they could have just, like, I guess, put, like, something over top of the windows to understand that, like, they were, like, it was pretty all natural, you know? They could have put something, like, over the windows or something to dim down that light. Well, I think it was more of, for the artificial feel yeah. of... I think might be what they was going for. More so than the natural light lighting. The artificial setting and the also that weird color, that weird yellowy color. Yeah. No, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice it either. I did any lens flares either. Um I did like the color in Rise. Yeah. I thought that that was interesting. It was and very... It worked uh, well. Very gray. Mm. I, I thought that was all all around pretty amazing. Thing. It was a hell of a way to go out if it really is the way that they go out if they don't ever do anything else that's he said that was going to be that was their plan was to do a movie with all of them but um, I guess it got turned into that originally it was a, a plan to do one that touched on all the characters mm-hmm. brought everybody back from all the all the groups mm-hmm. um, that would have to be a long ass I mean like I guess a long mini series yeah mm-hmm. yes just like a catch up but I mean he caught up with three of the main characters so I don't know I think those were the three favorite characters out of, I'm sure they probably, probably would have liked um, was Tony my, in there somewhere. Sid was probably my favorite out of the first series. Mm. I don't know anything about the first series. Oh, you still watch it. I probably won't. That looks good. Veggie, what is it? Veggie chili and cornbread milk. Mm-hmm. I sincerely probably won't watch the first series. Mm. I figured. The chickpea pizza is good. Yeah, I've had those. I just, um, the whole reason I did it was for Jack, and yeah. I don't want anything to, it'd be hard for me to, just like you. It was difficult to get into it. It'd be hard for me to love 
other characters the same. And I realized, I think I'd only maybe watched the first episode of the second series, or the third series. The fifth one. Yeah. Fifth, third group. They've, I mean, by all accounts, they really fell off with that group, so. You know. That's what, I've looked into it. Universe, that's what people say, though. Yeah, universally, that's what people say. That's what I've heard too. So, That's what Maggie said too. She's only got me into it. Um, I hope that was not the end. For either one of them. I think it would be cool to do that kind of thing for each for each of the characters. Well, I mean, some of them are deceased now. Well, yeah. They're not funny. Or, well, I mean, um, you know I mean? Oh, yeah, she does. She too. does. And, um, and Effie. Gidry died. Effie See, I mean, I don't even Effie's like... group. If you're thinking about it, if we're hypothesizing here, do you think that they found Fred's body? Yeah. How would they not? I don't know. Like, how would they unless Cook told them? Well, he killed that guy too, unless yeah. he hit the, unless he disposed of the body there. Yeah, but what did what did that guy do with Fred's body? Oh, I don't know. So, like, but in my mind, Cook would write Karen, wouldn't he? I feel like he would tell. I figure. I feel like he would write Karen or Effie. But Woody, I don't know. I would like to know what happened to JJ. Oh yeah, he was never one of my favorites in there. I like JJ. Um, but you know, I like characters that try to keep people together. Yeah, I mean, I liked the character, but I mean, as that actor, I think they could have maybe. Yeah, Ollie's not. A he actor. was he was the second weakest actor next to Pandora. Ollie was. I think I like the character, but I think they could have got somebody to portray that character. Yeah. Um, and um, what about you, Thomas? But I was talking about JJ. I wasn't talking about Ollie. I was talking about JJ too. Yeah, but you said you he wasn't one of your favorites, but you can't let Ollie ruin the character. Oh, Ollie's the guy. The actor's name. Ollie's the actor's name. Yeah. No. I mean, he's not a bad character, but. He would have been better in the hands of someone else. Or he could have been my favorite in the hands of someone else. Yeah. Maybe. I just think about what he thinks. Yeah. About Fred and Cook being gone. I imagine it came out. I imagine, like, I thought that Cook would write F.E. probably. Yeah. I think so, too. But F.E., I can't tell you because you haven't watched it, man. You need to watch it. Because as much as I dislike Effie, I wouldn't want that to be... Like, I don't know about Cassie, but hers isn't a happy note. It doesn't finish anything. It just gives another side of their story. Which I guess is true to Skin's fashion. Yeah. No, I mean, none of them... It's not a complete story in any of them. It's always a turn or something crazy happens at the end. It's never like... I mean, yeah. Hello, it always leaves it open-ended. Like, I don't know about Cassie, but between Cook and Effie, Cook had a better ending. Yeah. A more complete ending. But even his isn't complete. We have to assume that he'll be alright. 
and the the first group ends. Cassie goes I doubt it. to New York, and then Sid follows her, and it ends with them like passing each other on the street, but they don't notice each other. He goes to find her, mm-hmm. but it doesn't tell you whether they ever meet up or not. Well, I think in open. in Cassie's, she's back in London. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, I was reading. She just wanted to get out for a while. See the world. She's a cool character. I think you'll like her in there. I don't like that actress. I think you'll like her if you see her. It's classy. I don't know. Not as gilly. It would have to be um, on down the road before I watch the first series. You give it a few. I think you could. We should go back to it. I'm too in love with. The second generation. Like, Thomas is my least favorite character, and I know you like Thomas. I did. Why? I just like this story. It's something you hadn't really seen before. That story portrayed in any kind of fashion. But in the fourth, in the fourth series, like, I thought, like, I didn't even finish his episode. Really? Yeah. Why? Because the choices that he were making, he was making didn't ring true yeah but the fish out of water story is something I don't know I just thought it was well in the fourth series he's not really he's, he's more well, he's kind of settled into it yeah. yeah but I mean he cheats on Pandora I don't know I'm I mean saying I like his decisions I'm just saying that I liked his story going to give Terry it's like Don Draper I guess that's true. I mean, you Cookie... like Don, but you don't like. I mean, the yeah, stuff that he does. Remote, yeah, I mean, Cookie does bad things yeah. too. It's just whether you can find, look past that, and just find them interesting. All right. This is terrible. Which I did with Cookie, but. And you said you were never really a big fan of Fred's. He, he had to grow on me. Because I didn't really like the way that actor did. Fred. Like he was just kind of too cool for school. Well, my my problem with Fred always was yeah, but he's like sexy and British and like disheveled and always dirty, kinda. Mm. Just a little skate punk kid. Sounds about right. He's the guy from Snowpiercer. Macking on Effie. The one that doesn't talk. The guy with the tattoos mm. in Snowpiercer. Sure, so he looked pretty good though. Um, this is him when he's like fifteen. Huh? No. Sure, no. They have to be. I don't know how the rules over there, but I bet um, they were 16. But do when you get done, go ahead and put no, the up so I can hook it up to the internet. And oh, when they shot it? Yeah. It might have been. I don't know how old he was. Um, I do not know what a rugby glass is, Josh. I don't know what the fuck a Roku box is, Josh. I know what the fuck a Roku box is. I thought that was just where you could plug it in. I thought you needed like a hub. Oh, no. And I thought that was just a stick hub. Like it. <sighs> It breeds off of that box or something that like that. That would be nice. 2009. He said we found the remote controls for that Roku. My problem with, with Fred always was Joy. what I told you before, which is what Cook told him. He needed to grow up. Yeah. And he never really got the chance to grow up, which was unfortunate. We never got to see Fred step up. You know? Yeah. Which is sad. Even JJ grew up more than him. But then JJ was always more grown up than both of them, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he he was already a little bit past the high school stuff. Well, he just thought differently, I guess. Yeah. He had a different brain. Yeah, he was 19, I thought he was. 
Who, Fred? Jack was 19. I don't know how old Luke was. Oh. I think the youngest one was Effie. Kaya. I don't know. You need to watch it again so we can talk about it more. I'll watch it again. 